Guys, we just got some lollies. Vanessa's here. She's back. How are you, mate? Hey, guys. How you going? Hey, yeah, How man. You How you going? How you good? You had a good day? Yeah, I'm actually really puffed out from those stairs. We just oh. moved into this new house that's got like three levels. Flynn, so. Flynn didn't even know like anything to say bad about the house. It's a pretty nice house. I, I think... I, you, I, you hate everything. So, like, how can you complain? You literally have water views right there. Yeah, what about the front? Like, I don't like the colour of the Harbour Bridge. You literally have the Harbour Bridge over there, like the view of the Harbour Bridge, and then on the right, water views, like, and you have the nerve to complain. Oh, I just don't like the colour that they paint the Harbour Bridge. What colour did they paint it? Grey. <laughs> I, I wake up every morning, I'm like, fuck this Harbour Bridge. <laughs> no, I look at it and I'm like, why the fuck didn't they paint it blue, red, yellow, green? It's fucking grey. It's rusty. The thing's old. It's metal. It's 80 years old. It's metal. Like, what else would you do? My, my, um... The maintenance for that? If it was a colour, you'd have to repaint it, like, every week. My great uncle, he was, um... He was born on the day that the Harbour Bridge opened. I thought you were going to say he was born on the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> no, so, no, no. He was conceived on the Harbour Bridge as well. So what happened was him and his mum. No, no, not him and his mum. Sorry. What? So the mum the mum and the dad were driving along in a bus. It was like one of them combi RV buses. And they were driving along like kind of like, so this was back in 1978. And they'll fucking slide on like the dad was drifting and just rooting the mum, and then that's where he All was conceived. Right. Shout out Uncle Donnie. <laughs> you know that whole story was bullshit, eh? Yeah. Well, I don't even think it was like a little bit believable because it was so bullshit. Guys, welcome back to the channel. It is your boy Luke on Twenty Three and, and Vanessa, Vanessa Sierra. And Vanessa Sierra. I'm doing the intro. Vanessa can shut the fuck up. Well, actually, today I'm I taking the over. Intro? Can I do the intro and then let you get back to it? Just zip it. Shh. Like, I'll do the intro. I'm and getting then... excited. All right, just wait. So, guys, it's your boy, Luke on 23 Welcome back to the... See? You made me all weird now because you cut me off. I just, just When I do the intro, Logan Paul doesn't get interrupted in his intro. By anyone, I've got to introduce you. So, guys, it is Luke Owen 23 your boy, and we're back with another fucking... Program, podcast, or porno. I don't know. But make sure you hit subscribe. Also, give this video a like. It's going to be a fucking good video. We have Vanessa Sierra on the show today, and um, it's going to be a bit of a crazy one today. And also, guys, this is a Luke on 23 show, the best podcast in Australia, and soon to be the best podcast in the world. Anyone else got a podcast in Australia? Get on my level. Now, what are we doing today? Well, today we're going to swap positions. Like... In, like so, I'm going to be in doggy, and you're so I'll be on all fours, and then you'll be. I walk straight into that one. Uh, oh fuck! You'll be walking into something else in a minute. Big fucking round thing that's long and brown. Round. No, I heard brown. I was like, oh. so what we're doing? <laughs> we're going to change, and Vanessa's going to be interviewing me about my story. So today I'll be your host and. Welcome to my co-host today, Mr. Luke Allen, 23. It's not Mr., it's Doctor. Doctor of what? Gynecology. Oh, that's kind of... <laughs> How you going? <laughs> Am I meant to be saying that to my girlfriend? No. I'm the Doctor of Gynecology on your gynecologist. Ecology. Thing. No? All right, so Luke. Yeah. 
I don't even know where to start. Like, hello. Tell us about you. About me. Yeah. About what? Your life. Like, where did where did it all start? Where the well, I was born out of my mum's gynecology, and then um. No, what do, where do you want to start? Like, what what are you? Well, I want to learn who is Lu- Luco in twenty three. Where did you come from? What what sort of? I come from my created mum. Created this. <laughs> yeah, when mommy cat and a daddy cat love each other very, right. very much. Let's start right from the start. Your first memory. My first memory, getting thrown through a wall. <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting podcast because I, like, all right, try and take me serious, but then I don't know, like, you, that's fucking possible. Let's try and stay on track as well. So you want to see... You're asking a lot here. Okay, my first memories are probably growing up in Eds. In where? Eds, Campbelltown. That's where I grew up. What's Eds? It's a very... Yeah, you can't... It's it's a suburb, suburb, but it's a very, like, sketchy... Like, you got to... Like, well, yeah, that's right. That's my first memories, Eds. That house. One day what we done, we got a cat, me and Wes, and... um. We actually swung the cats, wild cats, so they had to be eliminated. And we didn't know any better, too. Like, do you know when you do weird shit, like, when you're younger? I just remember, like, this is one of my first memories, just swinging this cat up against a brick wall by the tail. Wow. (laughs) This was 25 years ago, so no one can hold that against me, can they? Or is that illegal? When you're a kid... Did he come on a cat? I don't know. All right, so that, that that hit me right there. Like, did it? Yeah, that was heavy as fuck. Well, fuck. I don't know. Another memory that one of my other first memories that I've got is my mum. We've just bags of weed, big black bags of weed, just slinging it out the door. What do you mean, slinging it out the door? She's making cash. So your mum was selling weed when you were a kid. She was a drug dealer. Yeah. Was she? So how old was your mum when she had you? I think she would have been um, nineteen. Okay. So she was out shagging pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, she had my younger brother. She had my older brother, sorry, when she was like 17. So she was like a 16 and pregnant mum. Yep. God love my mum. So it's you, your older brother. Do you have any other older siblings? Nah, it's no. Joel, then me. And then? And then a fuckload more. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not kind of get into how many siblings and the names? I've got yeah. seven siblings and they're all younger than me but one. Okay, Which so your mum, your mum had Joel when she was, so she would have been seventeen because Wes is older than you. Yeah, two years. Yeah, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So my mum had me when I when she was nineteen, and my older brother when she was seventeen as well. So so same so thing. So your mum was like out there shagging like my mum. They're pretty young, just getting shagged. You think like thirty years ago was seventeen all right to be getting shagged? When did they I start think, banging? I mean, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they're having kids at seventeen. Well, I think most. Most kids start to have sex when they're like 15, 16, yeah. like that sort of age. Yeah, but having babies? Like, you, it, I, I'm but still learning. I don't even think I'm mature <laughs> enough to have a kid. And my mum was swinging them out at 17. Yeah, I mean, I guess some people don't know much better. Just before we continue on this story, I love my mum so much. She's abs- she's a queen. She's like, you know, like this is all, I'm going to joke about shit. But mum, if you're watching this, do not fucking take offence to anything. We love you so much. We're super proud of where we are. We're super proud of where you are. 
And um, yeah, we'll, I just want to put that out there. And I've also met Luke's mum, and I think she's amazing as well. So yeah. I'll put that out there as well. Yeah, thank you. Just, just so, mum, don't get emotional, <laughs> but I'm going to be funny on this podcast. And um, <laughs> oh, she used to, after that, yeah, she used to king at me. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like if I raised you, I probably would as well. I needed one of them metal grinders to like just be fucking squashed or something. Like I need to sort my shit out. Like I'm. Considering maybe not having kids with you, just because like I feel like raising. They'll our have kids big would trumpets be, on them, eh? I mean, <laughs> I think that would be the least of our worries. What the big trumpets? Yeah. Imagine they start shagging at five or something. Well, they, they can't. You, do you even get a boner when you're five? Like when I used to, when I was sleeping five, I used to fucking wake up. No, you did not. Flynn, I need some, bro. Yeah, do you get boners when you're five and shit? You don't hit puberty until you're like, I'm sure you hit puberty late because you're very immature. So you would have hit puberty when you were like 14 or... I'm just going to let you know, I was getting boners way before then. What? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Guys, comment down below because... I don't know, yeah. Comment down below when you first got your first boner or, or flicked your beam because I think, yeah, my I wasn't wanking till I was... Like, yeah, when I was wanking, like, that was, like, 12. I remember fucking finding porn up. Just started whacking it. And I didn't even know what all this white <laughs> shit was going to... This white shit just started flying out. Did you freak out? That I was, was like, Wah! what the fuck? It's on my eye and shit. And I didn't know what to think. I was like, oh, what's it? It tastes like fucking strawberries. And then... Anyway, I think we got a bit sidetracked there. So where it all started with me. Holy shit. Okay. Okay, Back so where it started. I grew up in Campbelltown. Um, went to a lot of primary schools. I remember that. And then um, I actually went to docs. My mum actually couldn't handle me. I was fucking crazy. You went to what? Docs. So it's like, um, how, how do I explain docs? Like it's like a government yeah, government-funded thing for parents that can't like... I was like legit. I, parents I'm not that gonna can't like, control their kids. Yeah, like so my mum, she could control all my other brothers and, si and, and sisters... But me, I used to legit like headbutt brick walls, rip hair out. Like I used to fucking get my hair and go bang, like rip it out and shit. What, because you didn't want to do what your mum told you? Yeah, like, yeah, Why yeah. did you behave like that? Yeah, so probably because of that. And I remember if she used to leave the house or whatever without me, I would scream like for until she got back. I'd be crying, hitting myself. Were you always like that? Like did that ever stop? Like... Oh, I think I still do it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not our arguments are like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> I think it's just like a psycho thing. Like and yeah, it's fucking for anyone else that can relate to this, I'd be interested like to get people on that I don't know, I think it's something to do with mental illness and, and shit like that. Like there's um I see a psychologist still to this day, um, and you know, like I, I realised that my upbringing and stuff was very traumatic. And, and, yeah, it's fucking, it's interesting how people, some people have depression, anxiety and stuff like that. But I feel like that all comes from your roots, where you're born. Oh, absolutely. So back to your roots, yeah. back to the house where you grew up. Yeah. What was that like? Housing commission. So you grew up in housing commission? Yeah, Samuel Place in Eds. Holy shit. Go back, go look at it. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know if it's done up now, but fuck, that's a chat. Like, no no offence to anyone that lives there, but yeah, I grew up right in there. 
and then our next I, I just recall our next move so so yeah I, I used to go to preschool and shit and just always just fucking hate people there like I think I've always just not really liked people or like just always wanted to be around people that I know I don't yeah. like randoms and shit yeah so like in school and that I didn't fucking like it I didn't like preschool I didn't like school didn't like any of that so we went from Samuel Place Ed's that was when I'm very young. Now now we've moved out to Tarmor, Bargo, Picton, so yeah. southwest Sydney. And that's kind of where you can now ask me a lot of questions because that's where I don't know, you kinda get older. So you so, so how how old were you so you were around ten ten o'clock? Yeah. Was, it, was, it was around ten o'clock. No, it was eleven o'clock when I moved there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was 11 a.m. when I moved. No, I was about, when we moved there, I reckon maybe eight, nine. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And what was high school like? Like, were you in any cliques? Like, were you, like. What are cliques? Cliques, like, you know, the cool kids, the nerdy oh. kids, like. What? Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone that's watching this from high school, but we had a fucking crew. Yeah, we had a decent crew. <laughs> like, we, I don't know. I think Wes has always had this thing of, like, getting a crew together or a team and shit. Yeah. And like, yeah, well, definitely, like, probably some of the younger cunts in the school, but just like, we didn't get fucked with, yeah. So, what would your group be? So, you know how you footy, have. Footy, footy in a mixture of like the footy skate park group. Yeah. So, you, you were in like the sporty that. kids group. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, also the drug drug cunts and the cunts that had some ticker and would run the ball a bit, you know. The like naughty fucking, kids. Yeah, get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll go and smoke and weed at the high school. The ones who wag school. Yeah, wag school, fucking walked into, I remember walking into, um, this one of the bad things, so I'm not racist at all, but like in high school, I remember in history class, I've walked in stoned as fuck. I remember, we actually had an Aboriginal teacher. I'm cringing before you even tell this story. I am not racist. Like I am, I've got so much respect for the Aboriginal culture and that stuff. But with this one thing, it was a fucking bad mistake by me. And I, I was young, like we all correct ourselves and... I'd never say this now, but we had a um, an Aboriginal or Koori, um teacher, and the the girl that I've like so this girl's got smart with me. I could name her name, but I'm not going to. <coughs> and she got smart with me. And I don't think she was Aboriginal, but she she was darker. Oh, and I said, "Shut up, Fredo!" Holy fuck! No, no, I'm telling <laughs> you, like, like so the teacher was Aboriginal, and I swear she almost killed me. Um, but yeah, I was just fucking, that, that was the type of shit. We were just getting stoned. I was blazed as this chick was going off me. I just said, shut up, Abba. And then fucking, it was all on from there. Oh, I think the teacher come for a swing. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have as well. No, nah, it was bad. Looking back at it now, I can't be doing that shit. No one, no, racism is not acceptable in any culture or against any culture, but that's just something that I remember at school. And I think high school kids are really brutal as well. Like I remember my high schooling, I wasn't. I never bullied anyone, but some of the shit that was said to me, like, kids are fucking brutal. When you're 16 and 17, mm. you think you know everything and you fucking... Um, I've got someone actually working on a pair of Aboriginal shoes right now and, like, because I respect that culture so much. I love their dot painting, Nadoc Day and all that stuff, but, yeah, I fucked up there. I don't know what led us into that story, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was more just asking what you were like in high school and like how that sort of went. So yeah, you didn't so really like get bullied or anything? Nah, never got bullied. Nah. You were I, the bully? I, I, no, I can't remember <laughs> getting bullied, but I was definitely had like in class and I didn't mix it up with everyone. Like yeah. I didn't like... I had like, yeah, I was probably in the, the kids that 
kicked back and, you know, the kids at the back of the class. Yeah. Gotcha. Sneaking UDL drinks in there and getting drunk and, yeah, I can say a lot more, <laughs> but I'm not because my girlfriend's next to me. I won't say that. No, you've got it. Oh, no, don't tell me. You're <laughs> just fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> I could turn into Getting a punch. Off. Off now. Are you? No, it's a joke. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm like, not. come on. No, like you're in high school. You're fucking... Like, fucking... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this can't start an argument. It's a podcast. I'm, you were like a kid. Like, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Um. So, in high school, mm. we used to fucking love skate park. Um. We used to... I don't know. It's weird from where I've ended up now to how I was in high school. Because I didn't know where I wanted to go. Yeah. So did you did you finish school? Did you get expelled? I feel like you would have maybe Year nine I got kicked out. Yeah. Yeah, I um I made a, a screwdriver in metal, metal class, walked straight out to a teacher and threatened her. For what? Give me all your money, bitch. No, did no, really? I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say give me all your money, I just swung it a few times. Yeah. Only a screwdriver and then fucking bang cops and shit rocked up. Cops. Yeah, well it's when you're in year nine. Yeah, well, they need to make a fucking statement about that, yeah. Seems like, it's bad, but it seems a little bit overboard. Well, I think that, I remember Wes. <laughs> well, like, I know this is about me, but I remember Wes, two things he'd done. He dacked a chick in front of everyone. A chick? Pulled her pants down. Yeah. What is wrong with you guys? And, and I, don't, I just don't know. And then another <laughs> thing, he threw a fucking orange over the shade shelter and I think put someone in a coma. So I don't think I was that bad. What? <laughs> I feel so sorry for your mum, like for the shit that you would have put her through. Oh, like, yeah, I feel sorry for my mum too. She yeah. fucking, like, God love her that she's fucking put up with us for so long. Like, I remember I, she used and to she say. And she still puts up with you. Yeah, and she used to say this. Kids, get to fucking school. You're going to school because we, we hated school. I was the, in year seven, I had the most days off in my whole year. Um, but I remember I used to one day we'll go on a school. And I didn't want to go to school, so what I've done we had a trailer, a box trailer out the back, and I've just went and slept in the trailer all day, <laughs> and just walked back. Huh? Wait. No blue one. Yeah, her mowing thing at the farm. Yeah, so I slept in the trailer all day. And didn't have phones. No and shit. You didn't have phones back then. You didn't have phones. It was 2009 or something. So you didn't have phones and shit. So I'm just kicking back. Like, I might have wanked in that trailer. Stop. Yeah, you didn't have phones and shit. So I might have imagined imagination and then had a wank. Like, <laughs> got some imagination in my head and then had a wank. Stop. I don't know if we can take this serious. Am I even fucking talking about serious no, shit? No, this is good. All right, let's skip away from school. Um, well, we're skipping heaps far forward through my life. Well, I mean, I, I did I my did, story. I didn't even speak about primary school. Okay, I didn't do two. I didn't do no more than two assignments in school. I bashed me and this guy James Petter bashed someone with a guitar in school in music class. Yeah, it happened in music. Well, there was guitars available. And how, he said, how, are you, how are you even angry or like have that sort of energy in music class? Well, he said something about my mate's um, dad. And he, his dad actually committed suicide. Um, and then me and Peter were like, let's get this cunt. And then like we ended up waiting until the teacher left the classroom and flogged him with a guitar. <laughs> like, no, we flogged him with a guitar. So the guitar wasn't even alive still. Like, it was smashed. <laughs> the guitar alive? <laughs> no, like, it wasn't like... I'm just imagining a guitar with legs, like... No, no, but you know how guitars in working 
condition, yeah. Yeah, this was this was it. fucking timber everywhere. You know, it was like a wrestling match on this guy. So how was the guy after? Like, did you? Oh fuck! Guitars don't kill people, but it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah we flop. I think we took out two guitars, not one. So you yeah. didn't you didn't get expelled for that, but you got expelled for the screwdriver. No, well, we threatened him and said if he says anything, like well, that kind. We threatened him and said he. But how did, what I'm asking is, how did you not get kicked out for that? Like but how did we you threatened him and said don't say anything to the teacher? Another thing, <sighs> another thing, we threatened the whole class. We used to run up, Mister Knox. He'd he'd write a hole. He had. Not just one whiteboard. He had three whiteboards, yeah? This cunt got Flynn's two. Flynn's just cracking. You guys no. can't see, but Flynn's just cracking Listen up. to this part. This cunt had three whiteboards. You know how a normal classroom has one whiteboard? Yeah. This cunt had two more whiteboards put in. He liked writing that much. So anytime <laughs> we got a chance and he left the room, bang, fucking rubbing all of his writing off, and he had a bit of dementia. So he'd forget. He'd go... Guys, did I write this? And I, I can't fucking write for shit. I'm illiterate. So I'm like, nah, nah. We, I, I, I said to the whole class, do not fucking say one word. Bang. I made him write it out all again and then made him leave the room, rub it all off. I f- like, if I was a teacher, yeah, teaching, I feel sorry I for cry. us as well. No, we, we had to write three boards. Fuck that. Why was this cunt making us write that much? It's not acceptable. <laughs> Mr. Knox, pussy. <laughs> Noxy. R.I.P. Mr. Knox. Is that the milk one? He's not dead, is he? How is does this whole party mix not have a single milk bottle? I'm not too sure. I think we need a podcast, not milk. Sorry. We don't, we don't need to be looking for... um. Here, have that one. That's almost like milk. Uh, yeah. No, it actually that... It's like pineapple. Fl- nah. It's good. I think they can hear you chewing. And they? Oh. That's the worst. Comment. Sound. No, comment down below if you hate this sound. Oh, stop. I'm like cringing. If someone eats near me like that, you're going to get unsubs for that. Really? Yeah. No, guys, make sure you smash the subscribe button and also give us a massive like. We've got like 10K views on the first episode and 2K or something on the second. We're on fire. Guys, comment down below if you're enjoying this. Um,. Yeah, so what What do you want to... Uh, did you need to write so down were, notes? No, because I'm, I'm learning about you. Like, half these stories I haven't <coughs> even heard. So I'm learning about Luke. I'm just asking sort of as we go. Yeah. And now I can't stop making that noise and it's like stuck in my head. Well, I'm keen as to get on Joe's um, podcast. I think that's tomorrow afternoon because I think he's going to get really deep with me. Yeah. I think we're just gliding over it and having a chat yeah but um i think that one's gonna be i think he writes down notes and stuff oh, all right we may as well just fuck <laughs> off then we might as well not because he's fucking funny as <laughs> i hope it is <clears throat> um so yeah what else have you got going on so all right so you were a shit kid in school you're a brat i wasn't a brat we fucking brats have got all the money and shit we used to sell weed to make money to warn the hustle. So what happened after school? You got kicked out in year nine. Did you start a trade? Like, what did you do? Went to TAFE. Um, tried a medal course. Done, I'd done that for a few weeks. And then I'd done one day of um, um, welding. It was a 30 degree day. Bang. Said, see you later. Never doing that shit again. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't like that shit. Like, I don't fucking, you know, all oil over your head. Like, fuck that. Seriously. So I was like, yeah, no, nah, mum, I'm not going to that. I was 16, living in Glenfield at this time. I remember I was a fucking cunt to my mum at this time. Like, I'm sorry to her about that. Um, one second. I was smoking weed at this time. Um, From your mum's 
or yeah, she your mum's to play. No, <laughs> no, mum wasn't. <laughs> mum wasn't slinging back here. Um, so just when you were like really young, she was doing that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, well, not the cops. I hope the cops can't come back. <laughs> like, there's no. It, it was a long time ago. You know, twenty years ago. She was yeah, everyone a tells a bit of stuff. Yeah, when I was they're pushing, like nineteen and stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, everyone so, does it. Yeah, I was. Um, so uh, uh, when I was sixteen, yeah, I was pushing a bit of um, bud, <laughs> and then um, no, no, I wasn't pushing bud at this time. I was just yeah smoking it get my mates to come hang out. We'll go to TAFE, then smoke it, you know. Like, that was just a thing, dropping acid. Um, acid at TAFE? No, LSD. No, when we were about 15 <laughs> or something, we were on acid You're and shit. You are doing acid at 15? Yeah. It was fucking terrible. Like, yeah. I'd rather do it when my mind was a bit developed, but it was probably, like, yeah, fucked up. That, that's Mickey's house. So, there. so I was in Glenfield at this point, about 16, and... Um, then so is know. that out near Campbelltown still? Is yeah, it yeah, like 15 minutes. So it's right near Liverpool. And then um, so I got out of TAFE and then I – where did we move? We moved to Minto um, and then we've went from Minto and then like I, I, was, I was pushing by that time, just slinging, fucking playing heaps of Call of Duty and stuff. So making big bucks. I never really worked. No, I, I didn't work until I was 18. So w what was your first, like, proper job? Okay, hold on, wait. So this is getting into <laughs> it. So we go from the Minto house. There's not really a story behind that except for just slinging buds, smoking weed, playing Call of Duty, getting a Prestige 15 on Black Ops 1. I, I hear that, like, ten times a day. Okay, so the next thing is from there, then we go to we go to Tarmel, Mickey's house, and then I just kept slinging weed. Who's Mickey? <laughs> One of my mates, he's a good mate. Right. <clears throat> Shout out to you, Mick. I lived there for about five years. I didn't pay rent at all. I slept in his in his room on the ground for five years. Wait, take a couple of steps back. When did you move out of home? Like, how old were you? It was, it's a weird one because, like, so it, it's, it's confusing there because when I was about 12, 13, in year seven or eight, we used to stay at Mickey's. Okay. I was just always there. Like, so I was, like, Mickey's mum's second son. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then we've went from that to then me and Wes going and doing our own thing. Me and Wes have kind of been always together. Yeah. Like, it's been weird times when we haven't been, like, kicking back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just those brothers that just hang out all the time. I mean, even now you're still like that. Yeah, we hang out. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh Wes, what are you up to? Like, we live <laughs> together. We've always had – we've had four or five houses together. <laughs> And, it's just, and it just works like that. Like, oh, yeah, it's just always worked like that. So we'll, we'll kind of – Wes was at Mickey's as well. <laughs> like so, so this is – And Mickey's mum didn't care about that. Oh, Mickey's mum was crazy, yeah. Um, I won't say too much about that, but, like, yeah, we, we had a lot of money at that point and just fucking smoking, dropping acid, parties. Like, his house was the party house of um, when we were 12, 13. Um, his mum would go away um, to his stepdad's every weekend. So we would yep. have the whole house. And she wouldn't just go, oh, kids, I'm leaving you 50 bucks. She would leave like five, 600 bucks. Are you kidding? No, no, I'm not lying. Like I've got so many of these crazy stories. So, And people will back it up too. This would be interesting to actually have Wes on a podcast with us because yeah, he'll back every story up. So, so what happened was... Is so we go from twelve thirteen being at Mickey's stealing his stepdad's weed. His mum was going out to the stepdad's on the weekends, so we'd have the whole house parties, all that shit going on. Yeah, fresh yeah. house, not giving a fuck. Then his stepdad started coming to the house on the weekends. So his mum 
goes, all right, boys, I'll get you a hotel. We're 13. <laughs> 13 <laughs> with a hotel. We're 13 with a hotel and shit. Like, kicking back. Like, shout out to Mickey. He's actually a good cunt. Like, what I the love hell did Mickey's mum do to afford that? Like, that's well, there's No, she actually worked at a skydiving centre. She was kicking back. Um, there might have been a bit of inheritance and stuff involved. But at this point, yeah, it was just fucking sick. And, and she was a lovely lady. Helped us out so much. Um, I'll probably have to shout her out and Mickey in that for who I've become today because it's all just a building process and, and that's what happened. Well, it sounds like they had a pretty big part in your upbringing. Yeah, every birthday and shit, I remember getting presents. Um, I remember just fucking doing everything with them. Like, it was actually upsetting when I left Mickey's because I was there for, I think, four or five years. And I think his mum started <laughs> wanting rent and I'm like, Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think she the wanted nerve. 70 bucks a week and I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. And then it went from there. Um, and I've got all my, so they're Picton and Tarmore, mate. So like Gurns, Mickey and all that. They're, they're a huge part of my life. Um, they're, I've, I've probably grown a lot from them and doing my thing. But like, yeah, they're like the boys from school that were just like there. I know their mums. I know their dads or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're just, just Brando sort of and shit like that. Like there's a, there's a certain group of friends that are like, I, I'd classify them as like 10 plus year friends. And like you can call, you can jump on the phone, and just have a chat, and it'll fucking last for two hours. Yeah, it's you like those, those friends that like you don't have to talk to for a while, and then it's like it's just like you never seen. Them. Yeah, you never seen like you never had not seen them. Like they're just fucking there, and like yeah. I've got a few of them mates. They're not around my house <laughs> now or whatever. But if I said Mickey, bro, like come out, he'd just come kick back, and he's just um, yeah, guy just kicks back. Or Brando, I went and got on the piss with him a few months ago. That was sick. Yeah. Um. So, so let's go back to your story. Like, so I get guys just <laughs> early. I get really sidetracked, and I've got ADHD. So if it's hard to keep up with me, I'm fucking sorry. I'll, I'll try advance. pull you back in line. So you've you've lived at Mickey's house for a little bit. Yeah, you weren't working. What was no. your first job? Okay, so I would say eventually. So it, it's a weird thing. So I was at Mickey's, but not moved in. Then moved to Minto, Glenfield, and all that shit. And then after Minto, I've moved back to Mickey's. So then I actually moved in. At that point, we needed to make money. So we'll, we kept slinging buds to all the locals in Tarmor. We'll fucking run in the place. I'm telling you, like, we were legit ass cunts. And people, like, all the older boys and shit, we had chronic shit coming in. Like, yeah, we, I was on the little push bike. Didn't have my license at this point. On the push bike, just slinging buds. And then we're like, fuck this, let's make some more money. His mum ran the skydiving centre. I won't mention what skydiving centre, but she ran a skydiving centre. So we were slinging buds plus running the cafe of the thing. So we're making some all right cash. We're making fucking toasties, juices and all that shit. And that was my first job. All right. And you actually held that job down for a bit. Yeah, I think for six months. Like as a first job, like that was all right. I mean, for you, that was really good because you couldn't, you couldn't last a couple of days before that. Yeah, that's it. So, um, well, that was my first job. So I'd done that. And then I had kind of, where did I go? So um, then I just went back to slinging buds. Fucking got over the whole juice bar shit. And then um, got my peas. And then I moved back out here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Where did I move back? Oh, yeah. Moved to my exes. Your exes? Yeah. Was it a similar situation as me where you like break up while you're still living together? 
Are we broken up? No, with my story. What's your story? How I um I moved in with my boyfriend. Nah, and nah, I'm not going to really touch on that whole ex thing and shit. Like, I'm not going to... Because there's not really... So, so that was like for three years there. And I don't know. I can't really... Like, I don't want to get into that conversation, especially with my girlfriend. Like, that's probably a weird thing. So, we'll skip all of that. But I'm living back in Campbelltown now. Okay. And what were you doing there? Like still um, doing I've skydiving? Just, yeah, like no, no, no. So I've just worked, um, just had job to job, bit of Centrelink here and there. I, I think when I, I'd done a lot of like, um, just like fucking, I had mates that were just like builders and shit. And like, I wasn't looking, I was never a person to like look for a trade or never thought about getting into a trade like four years of my life to like, to like do shit that you can, um, you can learn off the internet and shit like that. Not nothing against tradesmen or whatever, but I feel like I never, in my mind, I never thought about that four years would be worth that. Yeah. In, in my whole, from the start, I never thought it. So I, I was always just on a journey of making money and then I was going to make it. Yeah. That's how my fucking mind always worked. For as long as I can remember, I was always bound to do something and I was just making money until that big thing made money. And it seems like that's worked out pretty well for you. Like, Yeah, well, well, this social media shit, it was so interesting because we, we can go from just like, I'm not going to explain job to job, but I probably had about fucking 30 cars and 40 jobs within a couple of years there. Yeah. Um, so when did you start sort of getting into the whole social media thing? Like where did that come from? Okay, so we'll go from, we'll go from um, my job and it was that, my last job, which was my longest job, and I think it went for a year and a half. I can say their names on here, like the job, can't I? Yeah. Or, I'll probably my longest job. Yeah, no, I that's just, correct. Just, just skip the names. All right. All right. So, yeah, I was at this job where I was actually starting to get really, like, like I was starting to really, like, so the, all the other jobs were just casual, just messing around and, you know, just I was hustling and I was probably slinging a bit of shit on the side all the time. As you do. So I'm about 20 or 22 now. I know we've skipped a few years, but we skipped. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm about 22 now, I reckon, or 20, around there. And um, so what was I saying? So this last job was the big job where I had it for ages. I was full time. I had a fucking fluoro shirt. I had my name on my shirt. I thought, yeah, this is a go. I was earning about, what, 13 to 1500 a week. And, and, I, and I started thinking about this five-year plan. Like that that was where my mind was at. And and if anyone's thinking about that shit now while you're watching, don't think about that. Like I don't feel like people should ever plan because I think you start really working yourself out. And I see it with a lot of people at 25, 23 to 25 are different years of your life. Because you mature. So you think about this. So you go from 18, drinking and shit. So you go from 17, 16 with a missus or whatever, and then drinking from 18, you break up usually from your long-term relationship because you want to go clubbing and shit goes south there. This is how a lot of people's lives work. So when they get 18, they break up and then they drink and their mind's fucked. Then you do that for a few years or whatever. Most people, I fucking watch it all the time. People can disagree with me, but I see so many people do this shit. So they do the clubbing scene, and then after that scene, is where they start maturing and start. You see, people after that scene start developing different skills and, so and a better saying, mindset. And so, shit. so you're saying that people shouldn't be making five year plans? 
Nah, not at all. You don't think they should maybe set goals or anything like that? It, it depends because like society these days, and it's hard because I'm not saying, I'm saying the minority. So not everyone. There's, there's chicks and guys out there that come up and they don't drink and party and shit. Yep. But I feel like for that partying fucking, the, the society does it. Society does this. From 16 to, to 18, you're in a relationship. It, it'll be your first love kind of thing. I mean, I think everyone's sort of different, but yeah. like I'm not going to, yeah, you can say what you want to say, but yeah. this is just what I'm coming across and a lot of people what are going to relate seen, yeah. because I always fucking see it. So 16 to 17 is your relationship that you, you um, I, like it's fucking, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just so relatable and I, I see it always happen. Then they get to 18, that that relationship breaks up, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then you start getting into the clubbing and party scene. Now, you do that for as long as you want, but after that bit, that's when you start growing and developing your mind and and looking at the, you know. Like so basically what you're saying is like once you've gotten past that stage, that's when you should start your planning. People start changing their careers and everything. Yeah. I see it all the time. I've, I've got that many mates that are tradesmen. Yeah. But you know what they do, eh? They, they're straight out of that trade. As soon as they're done, they don't stay in it. But that's normal. The average person changes their career that many times before they actually... And that's in any sort of industry, whether it's a trade, whether it's in anything. You know, people like us, which who are probably going to stay in social media for quite some time, probably won't change as much. But people in, like, normal jobs and stuff, I think will always sort of chop and change as but they we, learn and grow. But what I'm saying is I'm I'm not, like, trying to debate you on this. I'm just saying, like people after that stage of their partying yeah and and their heartbreak and all that then their mind starts to get clearer and they start to build and, and build fucking clothing brands youtube channels um a business a coffee shop and stuff like that that's what i'm that's where yeah, i'm yeah. trying to go like so back to your back to your story before we get too sidetracked okay so what i was saying was we've i wasn't getting sidetracked i was continuing that but so when i was um in that job with that that plan, but I was still partying and fucked up in the mind. I, I got loans out. A lot of people get loans out at this point in their life. They go, they fucking seep into a loan. They can't afford to pay it because they're not fucking stable in their living or their their work or, you know, you might be full-time but you're living or this and that fucking happens. So I got out two loans. I got a fresh motorbike and I got a fucking car. And I... I, I was almost thinking about going bankrupt at one point because I went. So this so, is while, while you had a job, obviously. So this is why I had a job, but I wanted to chase something else. That was social media. So what happened was I've got these loans and these loans have held me the fuck back in my mind because I wanted to go, all right, I want to fucking quit this shit. I want to get, I want these loans. Why are they all ringing me and they're wanting $300 a week and I want to fucking chase, I want to focus on the side hustle and start building. But I couldn't because these loans just wanted, like if, if I didn't have the loans and didn't have a job, but a bit of Centrelink to build towards this side hustle, it would have been much easier. It's a fucking truth. Like I'm, I'm just speaking straight truth from what happened to me. So I had these So you're telling loans. everyone that they should not have any loans, not have a job. Stay on Centrelink until nah, they... <laughs> not at all. I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm 100% saying be careful on loans um, at that age and and make sure your mind and shit's clear before you um, 
before you start locking yourself into these five-year loans, six-year loans, where they can completely hold you back and lock you in. And I can back that as well. Like that's I, what I'm I saying. opened a few credit cards when I was – I definitely shouldn't have been allowed to have a credit card with X limit, but I ended up getting myself in like a $50,000 debt. Yeah. Managed to pay it off, but that's because I got lucky. Like at that age, if you get in a debt like that, like – you can't you can't pay that sort of money off. Well, you think yeah, that's like oh, like you get stuck in your job because you're too scared to quit and like make the repayments and stuff. That's like, that's the that's the um. I'm not going to go too much into it, but that's how people get locked in. They get locked in. They want a fucking good car to 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 show the the chick that doesn't give a fuck about them. They want a good house to show their mates that don't like like a lot of mates and shit as well around that age disappear. A lot of like. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, people grow up and I'm just trying to let the younger kids that are watching this try and, I don't know, if I can fucking influence one or two kids out of this podcast, I'm fucking happy with that. Don't go rushing into loans. Don't go fucking trying to show off because it ain't cool. So what made you take that step <clears throat> from having a job yep. to doing full-time social media? Like, how did that transition happen? All right, so we were living in a place called Camden. Um, I was actually living with my mum. My stepdad was there in an... Like, he was... So we'd moved... So I lived on uh, on my stepdad's couch for a few years. I was on Centrelink. I was playing fucking football on the weekend. Um, I was... I'd go to mum. Oh, yeah, I'm going for a job. She'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll see you at lunchtime. Because I'd walk out of the house act like I'm going to keep this job. And I just knew I didn't fucking want it. So at lunchtime, I'd leave the job and go home and lay on this lounge. Out of all my mates, like I remember they used to, like I had some good mates, but they used to come and they're, oh, Luke, you're still fucking living on your stepdad's lounge and shit. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking, wasn't the best feeling. You're not, you're not having a, a girl around you at that point. Like you're living on a fucking lounge. Like you can't bring anyone over. Like you're not, no one's weird. coming over. <laughs> your mates aren't coming over. Um, So... I went from that to then going, Mum, all right, I'm stealing this full-time job. Mum, let's um, go sort it. Like, I'm going to get a house and you can move in and, like, you know what I'm saying? And and Kev as well can, um, you know, we, we go into a bigger house. There was a fair – my mum has a fair few kids. So, um, you know, I was trying to just space it out and make it work. Um, and then it was very close, wasn't it, Flynn, to um, when we moved into that Camden house that um, – that our um, stepdad, which is actually like a massive like fucking rock in our life, and like it was the trippiest thing, but like Kev was like a guy that you could you'd, you'd never fucking realize this, and I think I hope I'm trying to like portray that as well as how he acted, which is like say Wes twenty minutes ago called me, oh where's that service place or Luke, like if someone wants help they call me. You know what I'm saying? And this was Kev. And this yeah. was – so Kev actually passed away um, from a heart attack um, in 2016, right when we – near when we moved into that um, Camden house. I remember we'll fucking um, – what we'll doing, we'll having a – we'll having chicken schnitzel for dinner. <coughs> and mum and, um, and Kevin that were there, we were all there, weren't we, Flynn? And we had chicken schnitzel, I remember the fucking night so clearly – and um and I actually had an argument with mum in front of Kev, and then um the next I've just went fuck is I'm I'm going to bed kind of thing. Yeah. Walked into my room, got up the next morning, went to work, and then like I don't know ten a.m. eleven a.m. Mum called me fucking 
bawling her eyes out, like just crazy. Like I've never heard my mum um, cry like this. But yeah, she's um, she's gone. Kev's fucking he's dead, and I'm like, I'm like, what? Like me and my mum joke a lot, and I'm like, yep. I'm like, what the fuck are you like? What are you on about? Um, and I just remember, yeah, mum called me bawling her eyes out, and like, I'm not gonna cry right now because I'm strong as a person. I've trained myself like not to. Um, for it to fuck with me but this guy was like like no other you know like if you want your mum to be with a guy it was kev like yeah. the guy was just so generous so fucking like never would do something wrong you know what i'm saying yeah um so he's um yeah pa- I, I remember not even talking to my boss just driving like that white car i showed you earlier yeah drove that that quickly to um to the house and just fucking seen my stepdad there um first time ever seen dead body and hopefully the last but um i remember just like that that there like really fucking like you can't have that happen to you and you can't like like shaking your stepdad's hand and like feeling like he's cold hands and just stiff like you know he was stiff as fuck and and you never like Never forget that, um, you know, like this life is fucking crazy. And, you know, like that's why I make so much effort to go like not always, you can't always hang around people, but like when, when important days are on, you go and see your family, go fucking make sure you're around them. You know what I'm saying? And that, that was my turning point in my life. I was, I was probably drinking every weekend, getting hammered from like Thursday to fucking Sunday Sunday sessions, calling into work, oh, fuck this shit. And then as soon as that happened, I stayed in my room for three months. After that, like his funeral and shit, we carried we carried um his coffin and that, and that was a fucking massive privilege. The family argued over his money and all that, and that just makes me fucking sick. But um, but yeah, that that's probably the biggest turning point in my life. Whereas um, where it's like, you know that that was it made me who i am like a hundred percent like that thing like good on kev rest in peace to him but um yeah that's that's what that's was that was fucking big you know i'm so, so sorry that you had to go through no that. that's all right said that before there's not it's not not even about being sorry like it's like he lived a fucking sick life and, and he he lived a life where he didn't give a fuck about anyone and he done whatever he wanted. He bought like this, like he he bought like he had like ten generators. He was one of them people just on eBay just sussing <laughs> shit out. And I'm like, bro, like you've got like he's like, man, I need another generator. And I'm like, oh, you got ten outside, you know, like fucking. <laughs> oh, like you. <laughs> hold on, wait, wait, Luke. Oh, check this boat out. Check this boat out. And I'm like, a hundred percent like you. But then. I'm like, I'm like, Kev, you've got four boats outside, bro. And he's like, he's like, hold on, wait, we've got an F three fifty here. I'm like, Kev. You haven't finished that one you're working on now. So, <laughs> so he had all these fucking when he passed away, he had so much shit that was like not shit, it was fucking treasure. Um, but like yeah, so um back to so we'll move on from Kev, rest in peace. But I stayed in my room for about mm. three months. Well, you know what I've noticed about you just on that topic? Um, I've noticed that like when you argue with people, you never leave them on bad terms nah and that's, fuck that. that's probably I think one of the big things like that's now i understand why you yeah. are the way you are because yeah. clean clean up an argument straight away because what say say if you you argue with your brother sister mum, grandma whatever and they go fucking have a head-on crash what are you gonna do 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what's that argument really about? Like, what, some fucking dishwash, some washing up or, you know, that type of shit? Get over it, put it under the rug, have a talk about it, but fucking never, never be like that person that drags that grudge on, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with that motorbike loan, I actually got that, I was grieving and me and Kev were meant to go for a ride that weekend. I was getting yeah. my L's. And he fucking passed away on the Thursday. I had my motorbike license on the Friday. Yeah. And I went and got it done for him. And I went and fucking got a bike. I went and financed the bike straight away. I got this fucking red and white bike, tributed it to him. He went for the Dragons. And I went, I'm going to do this ride that he told, like, that we're going to do, me and him. Yeah. I went and done the ride on my own. Yeah. I'd done some weird shit on my own at that point. So three months went by from like the month before um, November to new year's so yeah so so his passing happened and then you start becoming sober and just like i stayed in my room for three months flynn was there and stuff like that and and um and and this is so unlike me i remember new year's eve that year what did i do i went and i rode my bike just me and kev were cruising straight into the harbour bridge parked the bike up and just sat there and watched the, the harbour bridge fireworks on my own like shit like that. And that's not, that wasn't me. I'd never do that shit before that. Yeah, and then I just, just grew as a person. Yeah. I just built as a person and I fucking, I, I just, yeah, I, I built from that. I started researching mentors. Um, Wes was there, just fucking Wes is crazy. Flynn, that's why Flynn li- lives with us now because the next part of the story, well, I'd done a lot of things right then on my own and was just like numb. And, so um, then that's sort of when you started to do the social media stuff, like so filming Yeah, so, so I remember I crashed my car. I got a payout. And, and, and when I say everything happens for a reason, it's the fucking most interesting thing. I had money. And I was working, I had money. And I remember it was January 6th, um, 2017, I think it would have been. 2016 it was one of them years I, I might be getting them muddled up here but it was when i was 23 luke on 23 right and that's why i've always got that number on the end that number's powerful as fuck like there's powerful people jordan buddy franklin um cooper cronk winning the 2017 grand final all had 23 on their back um it's a there's a lot more 23 things um and it's powerful as fuck but i started social media when i was 23 and I never got into it as a thing where it was like, oh, yeah, I want to make money. I just fucking, I was like, fuck, these videos are sick. So me and Flynn, we grabbed the camera down. I bought, I, I fucking buy everything. I buy shit and I don't use it. Always buy shit. Buy cars. I sit can, in there. Can confirm. Yeah, I'll buy fucking <laughs> I ha- I have to deal with the aftermath of that, by the way. Yeah, I bought a $60,000 car the other day and just don't know why I bought it. But anyway. <laughs> had in What was it? Like regret the next day I had to cop it. I'm starting to like it, but, um, but... I don't mind it. I think it's good. It's so, a little crew van. Yeah, it's good. Um, so we went from January 6th, I remember driving down to Kayama. I said to Flynn, Flynn was 14 at this age, uh, at this stage, and, and I said, bro, let's make a video. And he's like, yeah, let's go. And Flynn's like a fucking nerd whiz at fucking YouTube, like a weapon, like knows how to do whatever you need to do, but it will just take three weeks to get to you. He's lazy as fuck. Um, so, yeah, he goes, yeah, let's do this shit. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And I think we are both kind of grieving at the same time and just looking to move forward in life and what was the next big thing. And um, so right there and then, 
we went and I started doing not bare grills, but just adventure waterfall videos where it was like, all right, so um, we're going to, we're going to like. Were, were they like vlogs? They were, they were vlogs, yeah, Flynn. Yeah, yeah. they were 100% vlogs. And um, and we had, I went and bought a drone, went and bought a GoPro, all this fucking shit. Ideas were flowing through my head. There was no pranks. And then, um, and then what happened was, so we'd done eight videos and I noticed there was no traction. I'm like, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Where's the views that cunt? And then they're like, and then, and then I remember, Just wanting yeah, that instant fame. No, like, not, not fame. We weren't in it for fame, but we're like, we're doing sick videos, but what's going on here? And then Wes, Wes goes, go out into the streets and sell a bull ant to the public. I said, let's go. Went out, bull ant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we sold a bull ant to the public. That was the first ever video that we done. I was wearing a red, my red jacket that I've still got. I was wearing that, and um, and I, I remember we uploaded it on um, Facebook, and it pumped out some views. Yeah. So I pumped out a few views, and then um, my next idea was, no, no, no. So the next idea was um, mowing strangers' lawns. So we'll, I've rocked up. Well, I'm still working. I'm waiting for the weekend to film. Like, Flynn, you ready, bro? Like, fucking let's get it, bro. <laughs> Getting me fluoros and shit. Just rock up the random cunts' houses, mow their lawn, and then get their reaction when they get home. And, that, and how'd that, that go? Uh, that went viral. Did it? How yeah. many views? I think four million or something. Four yeah. million on your second Facebook video. Well, it went viral. Yeah, we're sitting on That's the train nuts. on the way home. Me and Flynn, he's 14. I'm fucking like, like my 14-year-old <laughs> brother's out there filming me. I felt so weird hanging out with my, bro, catch this prank. Like, get it, bro. Like, And I'm just feeling, I'm like rethinking everything. I'm like, this is, I am the weirdest cunt right now. So then, so did Flynn edit all your videos? Yeah, you? I never edited. I didn't know that. I, I don't have the fucking patience for that. I was going to so, say. So yeah, Flynn, Flynn would take days to edit them. And and like yeah, he was learning and shit. There was nothing, like he. But he's put together. He was there. We actually got to sixty to eighty thousand subscribers on YouTube together, and that's hard. This is actually going to be a part two, and it will be filmed tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So, I just want to quickly like outro it with um. So where where was I? So so you made your first viral video, and then sort of from then it just. Okay, so right there, we will talk about the next, um, the next, yeah, this is the start of social media. Guys, thank you so much for watching the Luca on 23 show. It is your boy Luca on 23 and Vanessa Sierra. This will be a part two. Um, I'm still yet to talk about all the social media. Um, if anyone is uh, dealing with any mental health or um, anything like that, remember Lifeline is there because we want to, um, let you guys know that people are there. I know. I, I just want to like let people know um, about mental health, and we're fucking there for you. And people love you. And um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I just want to promote that in every podcast from now on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just remember, you're not alone. Make sure you talk to people. Don't be ashamed to speak up, because you'd be surprised how helpful it is to just talk to someone about your issues, whether that be someone that's close to you, or if you don't really want to talk to someone. Um, that you know, then yeah, call Lifeline or there are a few other support lines. Yeah, I definitely want to start um, just letting everyone know at the end of these podcasts, mental health is very fucking real and important. Make sure you stay safe. Make sure you fucking stay social distance from people and um, don't drink too much or do drugs. 
Love you guys. Luke on 23 Vanessa Sierra. Subscribe, turn on post notifications, and we'll see you next episode with social media of Luke on 23 yeah? Peace.